With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to Nuggets Numbers. I'm your host, Ryan Blackburn at NBA Blackburn on Twitter. It is Wednesday morning on this fine September day. Uh, Just wanted to thank everybody for the support over the last several weeks. I got the job. I'm, I'm the official site manager for Denver Stiffs now. You guys are awesome. I really appreciate it. It's been a big deal to have your support. That was one of the major things that I think sold SB Nation on on hiring me. So all my thanks goes out to you. I really appreciate it. Big announcements are going to come over the next several weeks. Uh, There will be staff changes. Uh, Stiff's Night Outs will eventually be announced. There are going to be a couple new writing series that will be announced at some point. There's a new podcast format that will be announced soon. Uh, This may be the last time that you hear Nuggets numbers on a Wednesday, so keep that in mind and as a little teaser. All of that and more is going to come shortly. Uh, Having our big staff meeting over the weekend, uh, this this coming weekend, so going to have a great time with that. Meet all of the new faces, and we're going to get everything going and into gear as as the Nuggets head into preseason this October. This focus of this podcast is going to be about the regular rotation for the Nuggets this upcoming season. Uh, There are a lot of questions there. Uh, Lots of players, I would say probably about 12 guys, 13 if you count Jared Vanderbilt, who have a legitimate, deserving rotation opportunity. Uh, They deserve minutes. Those guys, uh, there's a reason why the Nuggets are one of the deepest teams in the NBA. They have a lot of quality NBA talent that generally for other teams would be on the, on the, on the basketball court. So Michael Malone has usually played about 10 people in his rotation during the regular season. And as things kind of get dicey, he will cut it down to nine players and eliminate the weak links at around the beginning of March. In 2017, 2018, a couple of years ago, that was Malik Beasley. Uh, as you know, Malik Beasley had a strong year off the bench this past season. He was an integral part of that rotation. Uh, but the year before, he was not. He was on the fringes and not somebody that the Nuggets generally relied upon. And when the going got tough, he was cut out. This past season, it was Trey Lyles and Juancho Hernan Gomez. Uh, both of those guys struggled with injuries, but also uh, were pretty weak in terms of the defensive necessity that the Nuggets had to have at the power forward position. That was Denver's biggest weakness this past season. Not small forward, but the backup power forward position. That spot has been filled by Jeremy Grant or or potentially Paul Millsap, depending on which way the Nuggets decide to go with this rotation. Uh 
so there are more people. The Nuggets didn't really lose anybody that they that they think is a real loss over the course of this offseason. They added Jeremy Grant. The rotation became even deeper. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. will be coming back. Jared Vanderbilt is a year older. So we're going to have to see what happens with it. But the point of this podcast is to identify the top 10 guys in the current rotation that will start the season and then who will finish the season in the rotation. Uh, These are my opinions, things that I think will happen and probably should happen. I generally side with Michael Malone on these kinds of topics just because he knows this team as well as anybody and probably shouldn't be questioned that much given the the track record of success that he's had with this group. Um, But let's get into it. The first spot is point guard. Uh, The guys who are locks at the point guard position to play rotation minutes this year are Jamal Murray and Monte Morris. Uh, That's a carryover from last season, although there was an intermittent spot where Isaiah Thomas was considered the point guard or at least a a backup guard in that rotation. Uh, Jamal Murray and Monte Morris are locks. There's no third guard on this roster right now except possibly P.J. Dozier from South Carolina. If he even makes the team, the Nuggets may decide to keep that roster spot open. BJ Dozier is a tall six foot six, maybe even six foot seven guard, a combo guard with the ability to handle the ball, slash to the rim, and, and be a solid playmaker over the top of the defense. I think he definitely deserves a look, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's a regular rotation piece, which means there there really isn't any question here. Murray and Morris are the guys. <clears throat> I expect more, uh, Morris to play about the same number of minutes that he played last year, if not just a little bit less. Uh, the, the expectation or the hope is that the Nuggets are just a little bit healthier in the backcourt this year. Uh, Jamal Murray, I think he'll play about 32 minutes per game again. Uh, don't really see a lot of upward mobility there, but if so, then that likely comes at the expense of Monte Morris just because the Nuggets have a strong shooting guard rotation as well. At shooting guard, I really expect Gary Harris to be the only lock on the team, which I'm sure will surprise a lot of the Malik Beasley uh, lovers out there, the, the guys who are big fans of Malik Beasley's game. I am also a big fan of Malik Beasley's game, but there are definitely some flaws there that he has to iron out, that there there's a very reasonable case to be made that the Nuggets can replace his production with somebody who is a little bit more defensive-minded, is a little bit more, maybe they create with the ball in their hands a little bit more. Uh, Beasley is more of a one-dimensional player in terms of his his offensive role. He doesn't defend that often. He really gets out hard in transition and is was an excellent transition player this past season. However, uh, it's possible that the Nuggets just don't need that. Maybe with the impending uh, conversation about Malik Beasley's contract, you never know how that's going to go, whether the Nuggets really expect to bring him back long term. Uh, his contract will be up at the end of this next season. If the Nuggets do re- or extend him uh, this like before the season now, I would expect them to make him a part of the regular rotation. Maybe even he's a sleeper at the small forward position to to start at that position and play some extra minutes. It wouldn't surprise me at all. However, I think the probable decision is that Malik Beasley will play about 18 minutes per game on most days. Uh, He'll play behind Gary Harris and he'll replace Gary Harris in the starting lineup whenever Harris goes out with an injury. 
At the moment, it's doubtful, but Will Barton could potentially be a shooting guard candidate this year, depending on how the team wants to play Tory Craig, Michael Porter Jr., or Jamal Murray. Uh, excuse me, Wancho Hernan Gomez. Why did I say Jamal Murray? Um, all three of those guys, Craig, Porter, and Hernan Gomez, are likely to have to play the least amount of minutes in the regular season rotation if Barton is starting at the small forward position. If the Nuggets want to commit to Torrey Craig as more of a defensive option in that starting lineup, then it wouldn't surprise me if they start him, play Michael Porter Jr. as the backup, and then slide Will Barton to the backup shooting guard position. I don't expect that to happen. I expect Malik Beasley to be in the rotation, but it's very possible that he's not. It's very possible that Will Barton moves back to a a sixth-man role of sorts where he's a versatile backup wing uh, who helps create offense on the second unit. At the small forward position, there are no locks. As I mentioned, I believe that Will Barton is probably going to be the starting small forward on this team. I think he's probable to play about 27 minutes a night. But there is a question. There is a question about whether the Nuggets want to uh, preserve what they had at the end of last season in the playoffs, where Craig was providing some great minutes as a spot-up shooter and defender of opposing guards. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. is also a candidate to play more minutes. Uh, the Nuggets are going to try and feature Michael Porter Jr. if they can. Uh, if he's able to, if he's willing to play the role that he needs to play, I have no doubt that he will be a guy that they decide they want to make a priority. Uh, given the fanfare he has, given the expectations both internally and externally around Porter, it wouldn't surprise me if they try to feature him a little bit on the second unit, uh, given that there's no explicit candidate there to be a leading scorer right now. Uh, right now you have uh, guys like Morris and Beasley and, and Plumley and Jeremy Grant, but there's no true scorer in that group. Uh, usually they play as a team, but it's possible that maybe they need a guy who considers himself a first option, and Porter takes more shots in that situation. Doubtful at the small forward position is Juancho Hernan Gomez, and it's unfortunate because I really think that he would be a great fit, uh, especially in the starting unit, just, just the chemistry that he's had in the past with guys like Jokic, uh, guys like Millsap. Juancho just knows where to be. Uh, the problem has been his health. The problem has been his consistency shooting the ball. Uh, he's never been a great defender, though he does defend decently well in a team construct. Uh, the problem is the guy, the Nuggets need a solid one-on-one -on -one defender in many situations at the small forward position. Too often, a guy like Wancho would be taken advantage of by the star wings that are out there, like Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. I have a lot more confidence that even Will Barton could handle those assignments a lot better than a guy like Wancho or Tory Craig especially would be much more well-versed in that. Um, even Jeremy Grant could play some spot minutes at small forward, depending on the situation, depending on the matchup. Uh, either way, I just don't see Wancho being a major part of the rotation this year, and it's, it's too bad. He had a great FIBA tournament. At power forward, you have Paul Millsap and Jeremy Grant. Those guys are definite locks in the rotation this year. Millsap was the starter last year and uh, by some measurements was the second most valuable player on the team behind Nikola Jokic with, with how he helped elevate the defense, how he helped pair with Jokic and provide a nice partner in crime. Uh, 
Millsap helped raise the offensive profile of the team as well, which didn't necessarily benefit from having the the extra space of a of a Juancho Hernan Gomez or Trey Lyles uh, because those guys didn't shoot extremely well when called upon at the power forward position. Uh, Millsap is definitely a lock to play. I don't know if he's a lock to start because Jeremy Grant has been awesome when given that opportunity in Oklahoma City. Uh, it's a completely different team here in Denver, but the Nuggets did pay a 2020 first round pick to get him. Uh, I have no doubt that they are going to try and find out what exactly they have in Jeremy Grant, uh, whether he can be a future fit next to Nikola Jokic long term, because he only has one more year on his deal before Jeremy Grant can exit in free agency. And if Grant exits in free agency and the Nuggets paid a first round pick for him, that'll be a tough look. Um, it has to mean that the Nuggets in this case, they have to know what they have in Grant before giving up on him. Uh, it would be a tough mistake to handle if they gave up a second first round pick in a, in a consecutive year. Uh, so I expect Grant to play a very large amount. I actually expect him to play more minutes overall than Paul Millsap, even if Paul Millsap is starting. Uh, that's how versatile Grant is and that he can play a very varying positions. Uh, he's younger. He's more likely to stay healthy. I think Paul Millsap will be at about 24 minutes and Grant will be at about 26. Questionable at the power forward position is Porter Jr. and Wancho Hernan Gomez. Uh, both of those guys could certainly play rotation minutes at this position, but only if certain things happen, only if uh, certain cuts to the rotation happen or those guys really step up. Uh, Doubtful at power forward are Jared Vanderbilt, which is unfortunate because if you saw the video today, Vanderbilt's really putting in a lot of work on his offensive game. Uh, he looks like he's getting better. The shot is getting a little bit better. Uh, if he turns out to be a much improved player over this last version of Jared Vanderbilt that Nuggets fans saw, then it wouldn't surprise me if the Nuggets decided, hey, we need to find a way to get this guy in the rotation. He is a capable contributor, elite rebounder, somebody who's going to hustle, has defensive versatility, can guard a variety of positions, just like Jeremy Grant, just like Paul Millsap. And maybe there's a situation where those two, or maybe even all three of those guys are on the floor at the same time, switching everything, making things hell for the opposing offense. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me at all. I don't expect it, but uh, weirder things have happened. And then Mason Plumley is doubtful at power forward just because there are a lot of minutes now to be taken at the power forward position by Grant. Uh, last year, Mason Plumley made a habit of playing big ball next to Nikola Jokic in a lot of sets. Uh, he was a starter when Paul Millsap was injured. Uh, he was in the rotation as a, uh, as in a Twin Towers look with Jokic for most of the year. Uh, that went deep into the playoffs as well. Plumlee is probably not going to play a lot of power forward this year just because there are a lot of other candidates that the Nuggets need to see at power forward, and I don't necessarily think that the Nuggets are going to be going big that much anymore. Though there are situations where they could do it, I don't expect it to be a regular occurrence. And then finally, the center position. Uh, the only lock is Nikola Jokic at this point, and Mason Plumlee is probable to be at the center position, but he is in the final year of his contract. 
Uh, he had a tough performance in the playoffs last year, which was really surprising. I thought that a team like the San Antonio Spurs would be a great matchup against uh, or for Mason Plumley, just because they like to play big. Uh, Plumley doesn't necessarily deal with the small ball teams as well, but I figured, hey, San Antonio is a great matchup. He'll be playing against Jakob Pertl a lot. Um, he didn't. He didn't uh, meet that challenge all particularly well. So, if the Nuggets decide they want to play smaller, want to go another direction, then it wouldn't surprise me if Jeremy Grant or Paul Millsap was habitually playing the center position in the second unit. Uh, Jokic would probably have to extend his minutes a little bit higher in order to accommodate that, but he's shown that he's able to do that in the past, just maybe probably not in the regular rotation. I think the Nuggets would prefer, at least for the majority of the year, uh, to not overextend Jokic at all. All right, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll finalize the rotation and answer some various questions about it. back nuggets numbers ryan blackburn here solo pod today there will be future guests attending this podcast and, and helping me break down the nugget situation in the future uh but right now gonna keep uh grinding on this rotation i think there are a lot of interesting pieces and a lot of interesting factors that come into it so to recap the the general rotation that we came up with and that I believe is going to be the starting rotation for the openings for the opening game of the season barring everybody healthy uh Jamal Murray and Monte Morris will split point guard minutes uh Gary Harris will start and Malik Beasley will back him up at the shooting guard Will Barton will start and Michael Porter Jr will back him up at small forward Paul Millsap will start, and Jeremy Grant will back him up at power forward. And at center, Nikola Jokic will start, and Mason Plumlee will back him up. Uh, Jokic, Murray, and Harris project to play the most amount of time, followed by Will Barton, Jeremy Grant, and Paul Millsap. Uh, I think that's a very reasonable transition for Michael Malone from last year, trying to work in the new pieces this year. Uh, the Nuggets are going to do their best to play Michael Porter Jr. Uh, as long as he's able to handle this role, I said and and certainly believe that if Michael Porter Jr. can't play, then Torrey Craig will almost seamlessly replace his minutes on the second unit. Uh, but the Nuggets are going to need Porter to play defense. They're going to need him to work hard on both ends of the floor. That means running the sets. That means not breaking down into an isolation just because you're a little bit tired and would prefer not to run to the other side of the court. Uh, that means sharing the ball. That means uh, doing what you can to cut out the bad the bad shot selection and and focus on getting all the way to the rim or shooting threes and and hitting your open shots. Uh, the biggest reason that Trey Lyles fell out of the rotation last year on top of some defensive shortcomings and being a little bit limited, was the fact that he shot 25% from three last year. It's really hard to win when one of your highest volume uh, bench shooters is shooting 25%. Uh, just can't happen. And the Nuggets ran sets last year that would free up Trey Lyles for an open shot, and he would be missing at 75% of the time. 
uh, that just can't happen. And if Michael Porter Jr. is hitting that shot at or near 40%, he immediately becomes more valuable. He could be playing small forward in that situation. He could be playing power forward. There are a lot of different opportunities for him to make an impact on the bench unit, uh, especially if that bench unit doesn't have a lot of uh, a lot of options as a dominant scorer. Uh, the biggest questions that I have about the rotation right now are, are how the starters will play together after coming off of a postseason performance that saw one of them get benched. Uh, Will Barton is going to have to answer a lot of questions, but I really do believe that he's going to return to form. I also believe that Gary Harris is going to return to form. Both of those guys are weren't the same players last year as they were in years past, and that had a lot to do with injuries and not as much uh, to do with uh, negative play or or taking bad shots or anything like that. They were just trying to fit in as best as they could around the current product. Uh, I really do think that they'll play well together. I think that that lineup, Murray, Harris, Barton, Millsap, Jokic, is going to be really good again. Uh, it might even be one of the best starting units in the NBA just because of the continuity that they have. The second most important is how will the bench play? Uh, a lot of responsibility is on Monte Morris and Mason Plumlee to create shots. As I mentioned earlier, uh, Porter could potentially be a guy where the Nuggets decide they want to rely on him and and be and go through him in terms of creating shots for himself and others. There are going to be times where Monte Morris runs into a really tough matchup against him, or Mason Plumlee can't get all the way to the rim on his pick and rolls, or. Uh, guys just aren't shooting very well. It makes it really easy for the bench to weather that storm if there's a guy like Michael Porter Jr. who could hit shots in isolation with relative consistency. Uh, that If that doesn't happen, then things change. Maybe the Nuggets decide they want to go a more defensive route with Torrey Craig. Uh, maybe they decide they want to stick it out with Michael Porter, even if he's not playing up to his like up to his peak powers. However, if Porter does play to his potential, I think this unit could be really dangerous offensively. Uh, The idea of of a Morris Plumlee pick and roll with Malik Beasley, Michael Porter Jr., and Jeremy Grant spacing the floor, that's very appealing. And I think that could really create a lot of advantage opportunities for the Nuggets while not compromising their defense. Uh, It involves a step forward defensively for Malik Beasley, and Michael Porter Jr., but I think that they could do it. The next question, what happens when the starters need to rest? Uh, A lot has been made of the FIBA World Cup over the last several weeks, and uh, Jokic has been relied upon not heavily, but heavily enough that in in a short enough amount of time that he's probably not like super excited to play a full season. Uh, He might not be physically ready to play a full season. He'll, He'll probably... Get out and get out onto the gate uh, reasonably quickly. I think that he'll probably start the season with a bang, uh, just because he'll be in mid-season form. But he may tire quickly. The Nuggets may decide, "Hey, it's November fifteenth. We're playing the Phoenix Suns. We don't really want Jokic banging with DeAndre Ayton the entire game and think that we can win without him." Uh, maybe they just rest him on the second night of a back-to-back. Uh, if they do that over the course of the season, I think that. Plumley would be the 
ideal starter in that situation, and Jeremy Grant plays more at the center position. Uh, the Nuggets are pretty well-versed to replace a lot of their starters, uh, given the depth that they have and the versatility that they have outside of Jamal Murray, uh, just because they only have one other point guard on the roster, and that's Monte Morris. Now, Morris could certainly play over 30 minutes per game, no problem in those situations, but the backup point guard position, you probably need Will Barton to be the backup point guard. I don't think the team would trust Malik Beasley to run the team or even Gary Harris. Maybe Gary Harris, but unlikely. They probably wouldn't go to P.J. Dozier if he was still on the roster. Uh, In my opinion, they probably use Will Barton in the second unit. And it probably creates a little bit of rotation uh, madness in terms of guys staggering and and trying to figure out who to play with who. Um, But either way, I think it's probably going to work. Uh, the Nuggets have an opportunity to rest their starters this year just because of how much depth that they have, so they might as well do it. Uh, the goal should be the playoffs, not necessarily the top seed in the Western Conference, even though I, I do think that that's what they'll do. Next question, who will be a part of the closing lineup? I think the starters are going to initially take this role. It makes the most sense if your starting unit is your closing unit. Uh There are less rotation questions. There's less opportunity for players to play 15 straight minutes. Uh, That happened previously when uh, Nikola Jokic was off the bench uh, a few seasons ago, and the Nuggets decided they needed him to close games, and he would play 15, 18, 20 straight minutes uh, just because the Nuggets needed him to. So At least at the start, I think the Nuggets decide to go with their starters. That's Murray, Harris, Barton, Millsap, Jokic. Um, Down the line, though, I think it's probably going to trend towards Torrey Craig replacing Will Barton and Jeremy Grant replacing Paul Millsap. Uh, The Nuggets are going to try and be athletic in those situations, and there are a lot of players that those guys would face that they need a lot of range. They need a lot of speed and the ability to stop easy baskets from the opposing team, and then also create easy baskets for themselves and transition and things like that. So having Harris, Craig, and Grant uh, kind of being the defensive backbone of a Murray-Jokic-led clutch lineup, I think that helps out those guys a lot. Murray and Jokic are going to have the ball in their hands a lot, so as long as those other guys can hit their open shots... There should be no reason to doubt that that lineup would work. And finally, who gets cut from the playoff rotation? Uh, As I mentioned earlier, Michael Malone likes to play nine guys in those situations, or at least the guys that he most genuinely trusts. You have to wonder whether he fully trusts everybody in this situation and, and whether the Nuggets didn't just get Jeremy Grant to replace Trey Lyles, whether they got him to potentially play some backup center minutes. Uh, It doesn't surprise me in the slightest if that happens. Right now, I think Murray and Morris are locks to play in a playoff series. I think Harris and Beasley are locks to play. I think Barton and Craig would be the veteran guys that the Nuggets decide to go with as opposed to Michael Porter Jr. I think Paul Millsap and Jeremy Grant would play the majority of the power forward minutes and some center minutes as well behind Jokic. And then it would be Jokic playing... Roughly 38 to 40 minutes a game like he did this past year. Uh, he was a tank last year, and it, it to me, it seems like the Nuggets don't need to employ 
a backup center, a traditional backup center, if that player isn't going to give them the advantages they had in the regular season. Uh, Grant is a guy who can switch he can switch screens. He can defend the rim. He knows what he's doing on defense. He's going to be a great hustler. He'll space the floor. Uh, does a lot of things that the Nuggets, I think, will need in the future uh, in in this upcoming playoff series, uh, just with the flexibility that he has to play various positions, uh, defending various positions. So it wouldn't surprise me if the Nuggets decided they didn't need Plumley in that situation. And so... It would be Plumley, it would be Michael Porter Jr. and Watcher Hernan Gomez who wouldn't be playing in that playoff series and, and would be cut from the regular rotation. Uh, it has to be said that I think that those are the nine best players in that situation too, just because you need Murray. Uh, Morris is the steadying backup hand. Uh, Harris you need uh, Millsap and Grant you definitely need Jokic you need and I think Beasley's going to be better Barton will be better and I think Craig will be just as good as he was uh, there's no reason to think otherwise in my opinion so we'll just have to see where it goes either way that's going to do it for this episode of Nuggets Numbers again big changes coming to the podcast network for Nuggets uh, for Denver Stiffs uh, going to be some rebranding that I'm really excited about. Going to be some different changes and, and exciting opportunities for other writers on staff to be a really big part of the things to come in Nuggetsville. So thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you guys soon.